0: This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard.
1: Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world. According to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie! What's on your mind? Well, it is
0: a little inside baseball here. Um Friday night, March 31st, 2023, 7.52 p.m. And I am proud to announce that I, Brian Heffron, a.k.a. the Blue Meanie, has survived the Philadelphia water crisis of 2023. I am a
1: proud survivor of the... Give him a round of applause, guys. Gals, who's going to do yeah. it right here? Round of applause. We're going to give a yo cuz to the Delaware River. Yo cuz. Uh, and, a, and a fart noise for those who were affected by the latex. Uh, holy shit, man. Like, yeah, that was crazy, yeah, right? man. So, for the uninitiated, there was a, a, uh, a <laughs> chemical spill of uh, some type of latex material that yeah. got into the Delaware River or one of the barges in Bristol, Bucks County. So right. in Bristol, there's like all kinds of chemical plants and like manufacturing areas.
0: Bristol's about 20 miles north of Philly for those not from here.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's like up, like almost upper Bucks County, right? Or lower Bucks right. County, rather. And yeah, I don't know. Well, some fucking way it's not, it's close to Philly. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. So um, they spilled something into the water and then they told us it was drinkable. And then they said it wasn't, and then they said it was, and then they said it wasn't again. And it's just been like a fucking rotating rodeo of being trying to decide. Cause I work in Philly. That's where my shoot job is. And we had yeah. to like basically run and pay with the work card to get like fucking jugs of water so we could have something to drink there. But, uh, how are you feeling after the great water crisis of 2023? Have you grown any other limbs, any other no. appendages?
0: Um, well I think the fact that I stayed at the South Philly travel Lodge uh, a couple times in my life has made me immune for most uh horrific mm-hmm. oddities like yeah. disease disease wise you know I would imagine you no know, you know, but you know the fucking Delaware River you know I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure uh, whatever was in there already was wasn't as was probably far worse yeah. than whatever they fucking dropped into it. Welcome to the party, but, uh, pal. But it was just, it just took me back to like the beginning of the pandemic when like people went crazy for fucking toilet paper. and Yeah, dude. Like there was fucking water pirates, people buying up all the water and trying to sell them for $8 a case. And mm-hmm. it's like, fuck you. I, let's go up with a fucking car and run over your fucking water. You know, just... <laughs> like there was a guy in South Philly, he had like cases of water on the on the on the, the sidewalk or in the street. Yeah, he's trying, he's upselling them like a normal like
1: four dollar case of water. He's selling for eight bucks. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> there was a I work so across the street from me is an un I'll I'll leave it as an unnamed food store convenience store, right? Uh, not Wawa. It's it's like a little mom and pop shop. And, Don't you dare slander Wawa. No, we will not. We do not slander Wawa here. And you, surprisingly, as well, you won't hear me slander Sheets because kind of have an affinity for for the Pittsburgh thing. But anyway, I digress. Uh, that's all work. It's all the same. But yeah, uh, this establishment. We walked in. Me and one of my colleagues. We walked in to grab some water, and uh, they were like, "Oh, that's going to be like you know the gallons are going to be like you know." I think it was legit like six or seven dollars a gallon. I was like, "I come here every fucking day." I, you know who I am from across the street. Like you guys get, hook us up with shit all the time. I'm not paying these fucking prices for the water. And she ended up giving us like you know the normal like three dollar Philadelphia tax water. But Jesus, I, I was Christ. like, Gee-, like no, come on, like you, you you're fucking kidding me? Like you guys are gouging people here. There's a whole line of construction up on on Market Street, and there as I'm walking from the train, there's guys ho- with bottles of water standing on the side of the road. Hey, hey, hey you want this? You want this? I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Every grocery store around here was out of water. Every fucking convenience. Like, Wawa was out. The giant up the road was out. It was crazy. People just freaked the fuck
0: out. And, like, uh, me and Mrs. Me went to, like, ShopRite the couple days before. Normally, we would get, like, three cases. Like, I joked around. I was like, oh, let's get eight. And this is before, like, the news broke. Yeah. And uh, we got four. And then we were both like, fuck, we probably should have got eight cases. But, uh, yeah, I'm keeping receipts of all the fucking people who fucking uh, gouged. So when life goes back to normal, I will not fucking uh, visit those establishments. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but, uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. It's just not cool, though, man. Like, like legit. Like, I remember there was the toilet paper stuff at literally the beginning of the pandemic. And how yeah. gouging, I remember, like, seeing that stuff online and and just feeling really grossed out by it. You know, not the fact that they didn't have toilet <laughs> paper because we were wiping with rags for a little bit, but uh <laughs> <laughs> lots of good washcloths were lost between the months of fucking March and May twenty twenty. But um looked like the shroud of Turin. <laughs> 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 the Indianapolis Speedway. Uh yeah. it was fucking nasty. Uh but no, it's like it's just it, it's such a fucking fucked up thing. And I know we don't talk about politics or money or anything like that here, but it's no. just like it's just, it's such a, a fucking indictment of the way that things work in this country and in this world, and it just fucks me up every time it happens.
0: You wipe your ass with the washcloth, and the washcloth looks like when you try to look at a lunar eclipse through a piece of cardboard. <laughs> it's just single brown dot on the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, it's so bad. Dude, your, your, story, your story of the unnamed establishment that tried to try to Jerky off for the fucking eight dollars a gallon of water. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a fucking place on Broad Street. I, I I used to go to this gym on, um, Sansom and on the way back home, I would drive down Broad Mm. and there was like a a CVS on Broad Street and I go, I would go in there and I'd try to buy a gallon of water. Normally I get like the ones they got on the shelf. It's like during the summer, they're like, oh no, we don't have any out. Uh, there's some in the fridge. So I went to go in the fridge, and they, like, charged more for refrigerated bottled water than unrefrigerated I went, excuse me? They're like, oh, yeah, it's 50 cents more for the refrigerator. I'm like, so you know what? I'll fucking go somewhere else. You're not getting my money because I know that's that's fucking bullshit. It
1: is. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm not going to pay. First of all, I pay enough in Philly tax here. For this shit, because you're upcharging yeah. it, because I'm in the fucking city, and then you're gonna right. charge me an extra dollar fifty for a bottle of water that's cold. I'll put it on our fucking armpit. Like, give me a break. I'll throw it in the freezer and cold blast it. Yeah, prick. Yeah. yeah. Fuck.
0: Yeah. That. I'm, char- I'm charge I'm charging. I'm charging- I- I- you're charging me extra fi- after an extra fifty cents for something I'm gonna leave out, and it's gonna Fall <laughs> out.
1: It's gonna be in my car in 20- twenty seconds. Like, and I might leave yeah. it there. Yeah. God. they're
0: fucking people, man. That's
1: why I hate people. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just, like, spend most of my time with myself, which, funny you mention that, meaning because now you can actually spend time with both of us. Oh. Because the official Brothers Gatter, Adam Wrestling Buddy, has arrived. And all you watching That's right now on Patreon.com slash Mind are seeing it live for the first time. They are here. I just received them, and I couldn't be more excited about this. This is the coolest fucking thing in the entire world. As a guy, as a kid who grew up watching wrestling and having their old wrestling buddies, this is amazing. So the guys at Brothers Gatter, shout out to them. Amazing group of people. They put this together. They are. I would say this looks pretty pretty close to me, pretty fucking close, I'd say. It's got the nice beard, the nice nose line here. The matching old guy wrinkle here which is really cool I like that. Um, <laughs> shout out to the guys at the 10th Ward barbershop out there in Lawrenceville right outside of Pittsburgh as well. They allowed me uh, graciously to use their logo on uh, my wrestle buddy here it's got it on the back too as well. Got a shout out to the show here on my uh, my right butt cheek as well as awesome. my tattoo as well. Uh, shortly these cool. will go up live on brothersgatter.com but you can actually pick these up on our patreon page if you're a member of the pod squad they're available now for you so let us know and send a message and on brothersgatter.com you will also get an opportunity to buy both of us together so you can set us up as we're talking and as we're you're listening to us on monday and you can get them both so i'm very excited about this i wanted to talk about it at the top of the show because i've never had anything like this before and it's just super cool, and I'm really excited, and I'm like hyped to be part of the team. I think the next one I'm going to pick up to make a part of our our trio here is unquestionably Gigi Allen, because I feel like it's you, me, and Gigi. So, yeah. <laughs> reach out to me, like, hey man, can you send me a Gigi? So my wife will be like, put that away, like I don't ever want to see that again. Uh It comes with, uh, <laughs> you, comes can with- Al- you can buy the Gigi
0: out. You can wipe your ass with the Gigi Allen dolls. <laughs>
1: It's exactly what it's made for, right? It comes yeah, with the shitty yeah. underpants and the jock strap You have if your only. Choice. I had that.
0: If only I had that in the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're out the paper. All right, give Go me the GG, buddy. <laughs> Fucking force feeding GG up my ass. <laughs> get in there, all right, Gigi, Get in there. <laughs> That's a boy. There we that's go. a
1: boy. Get that get that get that nice clawed hand up there. Get, get all the get all the nice I- itchy spots for me. Ah,
0: ah, a piercing. <laughs> oh
1: <fuck. laughs> Buddy, you scum. My god. Oh, good. Holy shit. I guess it has got to be you the know, name I, of you the my favorite mean and Gigi, right?
0: Yeah. My favorite uh, Gigi Allen song is the stop button. Yeah <laughs> That's why I used to say back in the day, Benny, I mean, I don't hate Gigi, but like, that, like, if there was a band I really wasn't into, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I love that track by them called uh, Stop Button, because <laughs> I turned it the fuck off. Oh, have,
1: have you ever heard anything by Gigi before? Oh, of course. I was going to say, yeah. I, I couldn't quote it. No. I, but, I. The only song I can name is is Bite It, You Scum. yeah. Because the, the, CKY covered it a couple of years ago. Um, but that was like Chad's, they would do that song uh, live and it was like, yeah. this is fucking trash. Like, this is trash, garbage shit. Who would listen to this crap? But apparently a lot of people yeah. do. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, I'm going to get the Gigi and I'll put him up on the shelf behind us here. And that way it'll be like a nice collage of the three of us while we record our show. <laughs> but, uh, no, honestly, I, uh, I couldn't be more thrilled. You,
0: me, and Gigi make three.
1: <laughs> That's, that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. so good, dude. I'm going to reach out to the after the show be like, hey, uh, how much for a GG? Um No, you can go, like I said, you can go right now to our Patreon page if you're watching this live. Uh, if not, sign up today and you can get one live or you can get one right now from me directly. Uh, just send us a message or hit me up on socials and I'll be happy to walk you through that process. Um, and, yeah, very excited. Thank you again to the guys at Brothers Gatter. Go ahead and check them out. BrothersGatter.com dot uh, com. You can pick up. They have all kinds of guys up there. Brothers or they have a uh, uh, Buff Bagwell, De- De- Dem- Demolition, Demolition, Jake the Snake Roberts. They have all kinds of super cool. Uh, a G G. Uh, yeah. Lots of cool. Lots of cool options there. And then also Meanie and Adam. You can get one yeah. of those two of them together. The, so the, I did an appearance up
0: there, and they have a really cool art studio, and it's like. To, it's this real beautiful area up uh, upstate New York. It's like they're like maybe an hour and a half from Montreal. Oh no they're shit! Far, they're far up uh, New York, but I went up there. It's fucking beautiful, just scenic. Like something like right out of like you could take like postcard photographs. Wow! Like right from their porch to like the lake. They're like right on the lake o-
1: over there. So, I uh, they're great I, people, great studio, great artwork. I've, well, I've been I've been communicating with them a lot recently, and it's just they're just so kind. Uh, they're they're knowledgeable, and they really like the quality of these are are really great. Like it's not like absolutely it's not cheap. It's not poorly done. Like the stitch work is great. The color design on the outside of like the canvas here that they use is fantastic. <clears throat> um, and again, like the artwork, like the attention to detail to my face, like the fact that they got this here. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just it it it's it's really really well. The Santa Claus one, I will say that the Santa mini is my favorite. That one, Sophie, my daughter, stole from me, so it it now lives in her room. Um, but that's their – That's the kid's favorite is the Santa mini.
0: So yeah, I got a uh, I got both of them on the uh the the lounge
1: back yeah. here at in the uh, yeah. Casa de Mini. Yep yeah the kids all jumped in the boxes and they're like i want one dad i want one i was like well i'll keep one and then you know you guys can work towards it with your allowance and then you can have one for your room so um, yeah, earn it it's uh, yeah i mean it's it's like i said it's a it's a dream come true to have something like this and it's just you know it's a fun project it's something to say that i can actually that i've done and uh just happy to have them out here but uh i will say mini blue as friend of the show Dave LaGreca has referred to you, and I will not ever stop referring <laughs> to you as because, as we know, it is your God-given name. Uh, yes. It is. We are here. It is this weekend. and By the time you listen to this episode, we will have already <laughs> found out what happened here. But – Because we're always on time when we, it comes to the mind and the meaning. We are timely, folks. But – yeah. But I mean here's the thing though. If we did an episode about WrestleMania, we'd have to be up until like Sunday night at like one thirty in the morning recording a fucking episode and we'll both be like, Well, yeah, uh, so you know, it's a uh... Fuck out of it. That's why I, I like I
0: admire those shows that are dedicated to doing post game post game fucking streams. It's like man, that's a lot of dedication, you know? The only like time. I can't. I, I watch wrestling. I, I casually watch it, but like I can't. I'm not up on like all of it. You know, like I, yeah. my my cable doesn't get Impact. Uh, I don't have Honor Club. Yeah. You know, I watch AEW. I watch WWE, and you know, whatever. But uh, to be able to dedicate that much time to watch
1: and then give an opinion on it, it's like wow. That's that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot of time and investment. Like it 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 is it's added investment to an already incredibly busy life for both of us. You know, like we both yeah. have a lot of stuff that's going on outside of this and like it's yeah. it's a lot to dedicate to. You know, I barely have time, I barely have enough time to watch AEW as it is, let alone keep right. it up on all the WWE stuff and NXT and you know, Ring of Honor makes it easy now because it's part of AEW, but like Impact is just completely forgotten about at this point. And it's like – it's not that I dislike it and I think there's a lot of great talent on all these companies. It's just <clears throat> as in all things, like I have to prioritize my life. Yes. So and then again, like with oh, this especially, show. Especially you got kids. I am a kid. Uh, so <laughs> my wife says I'm the fifth kid in the house here. So if that helps you, it makes you feel any better. Uh, she, no, it's just, but it's true. It's like it's it's yeah. – I only have so much capital social capital, emotional capital, mental capital to expense on specific things. And I I do, I, like you said, I envy the people who have the opportunity and the time and the resources to be able to do this. If I did this kind of stuff for my everyday life, which I'm hoping to do at some point in my life, then yeah, sure. I'd be able to stay up and watch, you know, fucking impact at three o'clock in the morning on, you know, whatever station it airs. But like, I don't have that time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the resources to do that. So um, this show allows us to record in advance and a lot of times, most of our, I would say 99% of our content is timely. Um, yeah. the only time, the only time it isn't honestly is when we do review shows of, of, you know, upcoming pay-per-views. But, um, I, I thought it would be fun to maybe give our early predictions for this yeah. episode of, uh, of the mind of the meaning and see how right we are. When well, we well, return. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll give our WrestleMania post dictions Yes. uh, our post
1: dicks are coming up guys
0: yeah because uh well their podcast does that right (laughs) (laughs) we give you the predictions after the show like geniuses
1: like smart guys yeah yeah uh, yeah Yeah. that's the ticket well i'll just throw a couple matches at you here and i want to kind of get here's
0: you know i think i got a live
1: one there you go let's see It sounds like you went like this with your hands through your, like.
0: <laughs> and the self rib continues yeah. where I stand, sit right back down into you just, it.
1: You just like waft right back into it. And it's like, fuck, I did it again. No, Soiled again. <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing, dude. Hold on. I might have one too. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. Oh. <laughs> Cordy goes, what are you guys talking about? Oh, man, that was bad. Cordy goes, what are you guys talking about? Farts.
0: <laughs> like they say in uh, Family Guy, what's funnier than a fart? Another fart.
1: That's right. That's right, y'all. That's what you pay us for here when you listen to the show. That's why you pay us the big bucks here is for the farts. No, I just – I don't want to do a full review show here. I just want to do a couple yeah. of matches, a couple of predictions, post-dicks, and – uh I just kinda want to get an idea where your head's out going into this. Uh first one I would say, I guess maybe not even post dicks, but just like ideas. Austin Theory, John Cena's opening up night one of WrestleMania. Post Dick, where do you see this match landing? Where do you, who do you see going over in this match?
0: Oh, Austin Theory, I believe, would I mean hold on, little uh cold brew kiss there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Austin Theory probably, uh, will be going over nine one just because, A, uh, Cena would be give him, giving him the rub. And just from Cena's fucking schedule alone, I can't see how he wins a title and, uh, has to keep up appearances along with his already busy Hollywood schedule. So,
1: yeah.
0: Austin Theory, I would believe, um, would uh, go over on that. Even though uh, I have to say, Austin Theory, uh, uh, you can stop borrowing bar- Jalen Hurts' new uh, motto there. I had a purpose before people had opinions. Uh, he, yeah, he's, he directly uh, quoted, he borrowed a uh, Jalen Hurts quote from Jalen Hurt's, Hurts' post. Super Bowl press conference. So, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you can stop with the now because there's already a tag team called the Now, right? And uh, they have a trademarked and they have a, a cease and desist letter. So,
1: before you get your, um, I'll you to say get that, to see like
0: indeed, no, well, no, they they have. I like uh, oh. look, I, I like Austin Theory, but uh, there's a tag team out there called the Now. They've been the Now since 2015, or. or don't quote me on that. They're probably even longer. I don't want to show my stupidity, but uh yeah, the now uh, they, they, they currently wrestle for Billy Corgan's NWA. They've been the now forever. Hmm. They have the trademark, and like he's got this stuff on his gear, and it's basically their logo. It's like, come on, man. Uh, I don't know. I nice. try. I try not to. I try to keep quiet about, but like it. it you know, they're good kids, you know, and they're trying to make a name for themselves. And uh, I know what it was like to be in ECW and watching our ECW concepts show up on WCW and WWE TV. It's like, oh, come on, man. You know, we undo. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I like Austin Theory as a wrestler. I think
1: he's a great talent. <coughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Beanie! Yeah, What? I have to interrupt the program real fast. This is a public service announcement. Let's do it. Our friends at Manscaped now have beard products and is even going further with the brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. Go ahead and tell the world. The leaders in the the below-the-waist grooming are traveling north of your South Pole with their revolutionary grooming products. The new Weed Whacker 2.0 and their new beard line confirms they have all the best tools in your hygiene toolbox. Time for you to upgrade your game by like going to manscaped.com and using promo code MINDMEANY for 20% off plus free shipping. And Mini, I have to tell you, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit and the Weed Whacker 2.0 have helped me with my beard line. I feel like my face is looking a little chonky these days. I got my lines cut up real nice. I got everything blended really well together here, and it's really helped boost me. How has it helped you with your current mustachioed face? <laughs> well, let me tell you, my friend, uh, I am
0: known for my beard, uh, being the blue guy here. And, uh, you know, this, you know, Manscaped is doing a fantastic job. They've, they've kept me looking good from the waist down for so
1: long, but now from the neck up, I am looking great with this great beard trimmer. And I'll tell you what, you have to meet the Beard Hedger Pro Kit is the ultimate package that makes it easier than ever to craft your signature look just like the Blue Meanie. Or if you want to look like me, you can. I wouldn't suggest that, but you could if you wanted to. It all starts with the cordless electric Beard Hedger. The Beard Hedger is tough on hair but smooth on your face leading to single-stroke efficiency, that's what she said, that brings satisfaction one stroke <laughs> at a time. Also what she said. Wow, they've really laid me up here, Manny. Uh This waterproof cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. Uh, the uh, Pro Kit also comes with four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post trim care. This includes Manscaped's beard shampoo and conditioner, beard oil and beard balm to moisturize style and shimmer your new beard plus the kit has three free gifts a beard brush comb and scissors with a nice beard your face is going to feel perfectly groomed right Meaning, wrong you need to keep an eye on those tough to trim ears and nose hairs which we both know i stare out while i'm recording because i'm like holy crap i forgot to cut them today but i won't forget any more sir with the brand new weed whacker 2.0 offers improved blades and skin safe technology with a no tugging guarantee uh it's never been so painless to mind your manholes now that you have your face looking great you must try manscapes performance package 4.0 for the full groomed body experience your significant other will be delighted to see you covering all the bases if you know what i mean i know courtney's excited to see little john and the east side boys trimmed up very well uh, I'm sure Mrs. Meany is, enjoys the views as well. Don't forget, go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping by using promo code Mini. That's 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com and use promo code MINDMEANY. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And as always, we thank them for sponsoring the program. Yeah, I feel like I feel like theory's gonna go over on this. Um I can't imagine that putting John Cena in this role feels a lot like what they were what they did with Bray Wyatt in twenty twenty. Like the purpose of John at this point is to like kinda with Brock, right? Like that the purpose of having Brock in a in a position with Omos and Cena in a position with Austin Theory is to advance these guys because they're going to obviously be the next part of the next generation of people coming in, right? It's a lot like yeah. the same thing with the main event, right? And we'll get to that too, but um, yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like that's, that's the way to go. Honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like we could just talk about the, 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 really the bloodline matches here, the Usos, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I don't see how this story ends with the Usos leaving WrestleMania with the championship belts. I don't Well, see well here's, here's why I got to say this, get this thought out of my head. Oh,
0: sure. Cause like there's, there's this, there's this, uh, debate going on on who should close out night one. Oh, right. Yeah. Should it be Charlotte, the Charlotte match, uh, or uh, should it be the uh, the Bloodline Kevin Owens match? I, had, as much as I want to see uh, see the the ladies close out night one, in my mind, post diction, uh, I have to say, post deck, uh, we definitely need to have the Bloodline close out night one. And regardless of who wins, right? Uh for shit giggles. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn win the tag belts, they're going off the air. The closing shot is them celebrating and a cut screen to Roman staring at the screen with Heyman over his shoulder with a concerned look because is this night one of the the this 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 uh assembling of the bloodlined. hmm Now Say the Usos win and retain. Same scenario. Usos celebrating, cut to a screen of Roman, uh, watching, celebrating, like, yeah, and kind of maybe getting a little overconfident for his match with Cody the next right. night. Right. Whatever happens, I, I, I want the, uh, the Usos, Sammy, Kevin match to close out night one because i want it to be like a cliffhanger going into night two yeah and it sort of having uh an effect on the main event for night two if you you get what i'm saying
1: i absolutely do because i think and again that was that's kind of where i'm leading to and i want to be clear on this as well because i know there's a there's a certain segment of folks who you know when it comes to these types of things like it should be the royal rumble winner Closes out WrestleMania. And like typically yes. Like that's the way it should be. Or the way that they've established precedent. But in the same breath. The bloodline has been like a once and maybe once in every three generation style of storyline inside of wrestling. I can't remember a time. Me personally right. as a fan. Where I have been this invested. In a wrestling angle. Since probably the initial onset of the NWO. Like, and that's right. the truth. Like, I And that was. And even back then, like I was a a mega fan at the time, right? I can't mm-hmm. think of a time where I was as invested as I am right now. And I think the way that they've built both of these stories, the only way, especially if these guys are going to lose the belts, because I th- I do think, and we'll we'll just tie it in together as well, I do believe Cody's going to go over on Roman because I think that's the way it should go. And and, and you can yeah. you can kind of piggyback on this or, or give your analysis after you know after the thought, but like. What I think is the fact that the storyline with the bloodline as it is right now has really come to like a natural end. You're building towards these ends with the Usos and Kevin and Sammy, right? The, the Jay and Sammy storyline has run its course. <clears throat> Excuse me. You need to tie it up nicely in a bow and be done with it. That's the end, right? There, there's no moving forward at this point because for me, what's the upside of the Usos winning the match? There is no upside. There's no upside for them, but there's an upside for Kevin and Sammy, right? You can start the right. arc and have them come back from that. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Roman. Roman's been so dominant on top for so long. What, what's the, what is the upside? And I said this to Raj Geary the other day on Twitter, and he, and he, and he tweeted it, and he said this is, it's a perfect analogy. Cody losing this match at, the, at this moment in this period in his career – I feel like would be incredibly detrimental to his trajectory going forward. I feel like it would put him in a position where Lex Luger was in 1994. And I think if you're going to do it, you do it now because there is no upside for Roman winning this match. What Mm -hmm. You know, okay, we're we're back in the same space that we were before. I don't give a shit about him going to a thousand days. He's never going to beat Bruno's record. He's never going to beat Backlund's record or Hogan's record. Who cares? It doesn't matter about the records. The storyline is really what matters for me. Do you think that that analysis that Raj and I were talking about as far as Cody becoming Lex Luger 1994 and 2023, do you think that's a fair assessment?
0: Oh, it's it's pretty much spot on because there was all this buildup for Lex going into SummerSlam versus Yoko. And, you know, they – I mean everything from a tour bus to going across all across country and stuff like that and they even – did that fake thing where he came out with the belt you know they yeah. did, did they tested it you know to see how Lex looked with the belt and stuff like that and you know it recently came out in uh Hidden Gems or whatever it was but you know he he won the match and they had this big celebration but he didn't win the belt you know and then, right. you know you know champion's advantage you know Yoko stayed champion um he kind of definitely need to do something with Cody, Cody, I, I believe Cody should win the belt because, yes, he's an established superstar. And sometimes the wrestler makes the belt. Sometimes the belt makes the wrestler. But I don't think, you know, I think Cody's already established. But I think to get him into that next level of. You know, former WWE champion, you know, down, you know, when his, when his career's all said and done, you know, former ex, you know, two time, three time, four time former WWE champion, Cody Rhodes. It needs to, it needs to happen now, I believe, at this particular WrestleMania, especially coming back from the, uh, the injury, you know, right. everything he, everything he for went for everything he left behind when he left WWE to go and uh, go on his vision quest on the indies. And then he started AEW and then, you know, he had a pretty cush thing at AEW and then decided, you know what, I need to go back. And he went back to WWE and, you know, was one of the biggest surprises of the year at last year's WrestleMania. And then suffered that gruesome injury and showed gut and determination To still go and went and got his surgery. And now that he's back and they've been having these amazing promo battles, you know, between him, Haman, him and Reigns and stuff like that. It would be the perfect time. You know, your, your analogy between Lex and Yoko to uh, Roman and Cody is, is pretty spot on.
1: And I, I think, you know, as far as what you were saying with, with Cody, not just the fact these promo battles have been great, he went over on Solo Sokoa. He handed Solo his, if I'm, if I'm, and someone can correct me because I may be wrong. No fact check me, bro. But, <laughs> that was a tie back. Um, yes. He handed Solo his very first pin, clean pin, on the yeah. main roster. Solo has been built as a, an unstoppable monster, the enforcer yeah. of the bloodline. It reminds me uh, of Taz. He does. Thank you for saying that. He, he yeah, also reminds me, me t- of
0: Taz, in a good way. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it yeah. just like you know. I know Kurt Angle had, had, had check that out too. If you don't listen to the Kurt Angle podcast, it's a fantastic show. A uh, friend of the show, yes. Paul Bromwell, and, and Kurt Angle do a great show over there. But there was news yes. that just came out about, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know Taz's run initial run in, in WWE. Uh, but anyway, Taz definitely is a great like that that is exactly who I thought about when I thought about solo Sokoa, like early e c w Taz when he was just getting hot, right, right. um but I, I I you know Cody's time it doesn't make any sense to me in my head, and that's the other thing, like somebody was saying online it was like, oh, well, Cody needs to have more struggle, there needs to be more strife, there needs to be more this, there needs to be more that. What fucking more can you come up with? He right. came back last year at Wrestlemania this time. Last year, he came back, shocked the world, returned to WWE, had three of probably the best matches of the year. All three mm-hmm. of them were candidates for best match of the year and tears his fucking peck. And then he's out for eight months. He wrestles in a hell in a cell match of all things with this torn peck is yeah. out for eight months, has to recuperate and put everything he had been working for on the sideline because of this injury. What yeah. possibly more could you be waiting for? Right. What other struggles does he need to go through? This is the moment. This is it right now. And I think if they balk at this at this moment in time, there's no coming back for Cody. There isn't. There's no. For me, anyway, it's like. And again, I was there at these live crowds. We took the kids to the Trenton show a couple weeks ago. When I tell you, this fucking place was on fire for Cody Rhodes. The the entire stadium went fucking ballistic for the guy.
0: He's there's over nothing the worse shit. you could. There's nothing worse than you can do than have him lose that mania and then the next month. He went to that fast lane. You know, it's like uh, It doesn't mean it,
1: it doesn't but it, it, yeah. right, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean yeah, anything, like, then. Uh, it doesn't mean anything at Backlash. It doesn't mean anything at SummerSlam. Because no. he's beatable. He's he hasn't lost yet on the main roster. That loss should mean something. Gunther's first actual pin, because I don't think he's going to get pinned in this match if they give the belt to Sheamus. I think that's going to be between Drew and and Sheamus. But his very first pin on the roster should mean something. It should Mm -hmm. mean something. It's part of the story. But again, and also too, like just because Roman loses the belts, that's the other part of this too, Blue. um, Just because Roman, Roman loses the belts doesn't mean the bloodline is over. It gives them another level to build back from. That's – you know it gives them another unique angle of the story. They've been on top for so long. They got cocky. They got overconfident, and then boom, these guys come out of nowhere. This French-Canadians and and Dusty's kid come out of nowhere, and they take everything from us. Right. The rebuild is going to be almost as good, if not better, than the initial build. But you need a break. You need something to stop this for a while.
0: You need some kind of adverse – adversity? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, basically, you know, Star Wars 1, and then Star Wars 2 is the heels, you know, right. uprising, and then the, you have, you know, Return of the Jedi and stuff like that. You, eventually, you know, the, the the top guys gotta face some adversary, even though technically they're, I mean, well, they are the heels. But, uh, you know, they have to face some adversity to regroup and try to plot their revenge. You know, you know WWE's basically been, you know, for the most part, has been like a babyface company where the babyface has been champion. So it's been a while. It's surprising that, like, a, a heel's been championed this long, you know. But, uh, yeah, just, uh, it's, it's just, Roman needs, Roman's been dominating for a while now. And they've had, like, these subtle hints is are there, you know, fractures within the bloodline with, you know, the, the teasing of the USO split and stuff like that. And then like, you know, eventually they turn on Sammy again and here we are with WrestleMania, but yeah, you need some legit disruption to, for them to figure out who, you know, where are we at as a, as a faction? Yeah. Who's, you know, and then figure out what did, where to go on from there. But, uh, yeah, Cody needs to win. I think.
1: I agree. I I think. Uh, again, it doesn't. Nothing. Nothing else makes sense at this point. And I just I I fear that they could definitely put. And then there's there's rumor and innuendo that Randy Orton may be showing up for some Gaga in the main event. Like you don't need any of that shit. Like Randy Orton, if he was healthy and he hadn't been injured, would have definitely had a program with with Roman Reigns. Um, because I feel like he was one of the last folks that that. Didn't wrestle him for the title. But again, it's like, that. you know, now you have an opportunity to build Cody in the, yeah. in the same way that Drew McIntyre built, was built by Randy Orton in their feud during the pandemic days, right? Drew got better as a champion because of the matches that he had with with Randy. And I think yeah. that's the real way to go here is to build and give Cody adversity because that's, you know, have him lose to Randy. You're not better than me. You might be better than the tribal chief but you'll never be better than me. Yeah. I'm the be- I'm the best legacy of all, of all of us, right? That's a great story right there. And also too like for me I don't want to say that the bloodline is getting stale because I don't think that it's getting stale because I no. think every time I turn around there's something new. But I also want to see additional talent come up to that level. There's only so many people that can be built while you have Roman as a as a top guy. Carry Cross. Great example, right? The dude's got fucking everything. Friend of the show, Karrion Cross. Yes. Dude's got everything. And I feel like he's in this weird holding pattern right now because he's obviously Hunter's guy. He came back for a reason. And Hunter views him, which most people do, as like a, a, a the next main event guy. Austin Theory, Gunter, all of these guys that are coming up. Chad Gable could be one of those people as well. All of these folks, Bronson Reed, all these folks that are coming back into the company or being established right now, there's only so far that they can go because then eventually they'll meet the tribal chief and then they'll be knocked down. And then they'll meet—it's Cesaro, it's Daniel Bryan, you know what I mean? Like, there needs to be additional comp- competition. What do you what do you think about that?
0: Well, uh, well I mean, the whole thing of WrestleMania, the whole—I uh, don't know if it was you know from this meant to be this from the beginning, but. WrestleMania has always been sort of like the season finale yeah. of WWE. You know, much like how the Super Bowl is the final game in the NFL. Every, you know, the next, you know, show is supposed to be like the reboot. So this is where you, you know, tie up some storylines, tie, tie up some loose ends. And, you know, the, the Monday Night Raw after Mania is where you can start to launch or bit rebuild or level up yeah. some of that undercard talent. You know, Cody wins, you know, uh, and then I think Fastlane is pretty, no pun intended, got, happens pretty fast after Mania. So you got a couple weeks to build up for that. But, you know, it, it's the perfect way to reboot. And, and like you said something about Randy Orton that popped in my head. That hopefully they're, they're saving Randy for like, the Raw, the Raw after Monday, you know, yeah. uh, there's, there's rumors that, you know, Matt Riddle might be coming back for the Raw, Raw after, uh, Mania. Right. So to speak. And so, and, uh, you know, bring some of those talent that back, bring, uh, level some, level up some of those talents. And, uh, you know, you gotta make, you know, level up and make, not make, cause they're already stars. Right. The way the right. WWE is built now is like, they're such a global company that, you know, everybody on the card is a star, you know, but just to
1: edge them up a little bit higher in the rankings, so to speak. So it's actually going to be Backlash is the next pay-per-view. Oh, is it? Be, okay. It's going to be May 6th, so almost a month to the day after night two of WrestleMania. That one's the one that's going to be in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Um, oh, cool. And Bad Bunny's going to be there, which I fucking love Bad Bunny, dude. Like, talk yeah. about talk about the the gold standard for celebrity involvement. But anyway, I digress. You have a month between the two matches. That's enough right. time to build. I mean, Cody and 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 Randy already have a- enough history there, right?
0: Yeah. They
1: could they could easily do that, right? There's even room, yeah. I feel like there's breathing room for a Cody and Bray Wyatt match. There's there's a room. I personally want to see Cody and Cross. That's the match that I want to see. I think mm-hmm. and Cody and Gunter after, you know, yeah. the match they had in the Rumble, but like um yeah, I just feel like it's just like you're just waiting, like this is weird waiting period, but um no, I think it's I think it's definitely time, you know, to to kind of, you know, adjust and change course and and go from there. So I again, I'm excited for this uh I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a great event. Like I I'm really excited for it. Um but also one thing I wanted to ask you too before we wrap up uh this program for the night. Um yes. CM Punk is back in the news. <laughs> Which uh, I know you're surprised to hear, but... uh, Uh, Shocked. Shocked. That's shocking. That's shocking, shocking pal. (laughs) Got to get a critic reference in here somewhere. Uh, yeah, That wasn't the critic. That was Elf, but I got to find a way to work it in. But, um, so CM Punk is back in the news, and uh, apparently there was some commentary he made on Instagram regarding uh, dear, uh, dear, dear Uncle Dave... Uh, about the reconciliation with, uh, AEW. So I'm trying to pull up the, the text here now for the CM Punk Court so I can read <laughs> it to you on the air. And then we can pull it apart. He starts, he says, blue, he says, sigh. <sighs> sigh. I wasn't cleared to come back to wrestle yet. Then plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Moxley's Rocky Three idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie, and I'm going to just stop it there. And I add my own sigh.
0: <sighs> have you not seen Rocky? You're an adult man. I'm not even saying you have to like Rocky, but have you not seen
1: Rocky? You've never watched Clubber Lang, dude. What? Arguably one of the probably one of the most Phil. emotional moments in Rocky's franchise history. Bro. With the death of Mickey?
0: Yeah. What? For for a guy who Punk's like always been like the ultimate underdog and Rocky's the ultimate underdog story. If you watch Rocky 1. I mean, spoiler, uh he loses in the fucking first movie, you know. That's what well, underdog? who can who cannot endear themselves to that?
1: I just I saw I, that I was I, like, I, what I, do you mean you what what do you mean you've never watched a Rocky movie? What do you mean? You're CM yeah. fucking punk. Right. You've never watched a Rocky movie? I ever? ever... <sighs> Extra large sigh.
0: I uh I know, you know, Phil's not hurting for money, but I will buy him the box set if he will promise me to watch it. Phil. If that's
1: okay if I Mr. Brooks. Mr. Punk, CM. C. Yes. I will ship you a copy of of any Rocky movie you want to Well, maybe except for five. That was not great.
0: Dude, there, there's a marathon on uh what's that? Uh AMC? No. Uh that free streaming app. Um Oh, what is it? Is it, it's not Tubi, is it? No. Keep going. Oh my god. Pluto. Pluto Pluto TV. That's it. Uh, They're streaming all the Rocky movies for free. You can find it there. You can watch it on your phone. uh,
1: And I thought the idea sucked. But the boss wanted to do it whatever. Well, the... the,
0: The idea probably didn't suck. It just might have been the
1: context and the build. Right. If you can see what I'm doing here it went over his head because he didn't have the clubber line context. Right, without right. context and without proper
0: build. Yeah. Just to say, "Hey, let's do the rocky thing." Cold turkey.
1: Right. Not You really. got to Yeah. Right. They should have they should and again, like just if we're going to pull it apart here too because I, I I I dig that and that was like my one of my biggest takeaways was like, "Okay, if I'm sure that idea could have been really cool and really well executed if they yeah. had built it properly. If Moxley, if, if CM Punk had come back, and Moxley's the interim champion, Moxley beats the ever-loving dog shit out of him, and is like, you know, you're out of practice. You're not here. You're not there. You know, like you're not it anymore. And then a yeah. steel and somebody else, like that's a great. That would have been a great fucking storyline, man. Right. Tried and true. Anywho. Yes. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this is what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss. So I said okay, but I'd need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash. So I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho is a liar and a stooge. There were plans. My plans always change, but I'll never put a company above my health ever again. So I I, 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 I had to pop for the
0: uh, Moxley refusing to work or f- refusing to lose to Punk because I was like, how ironic that one of Bret Hart's biggest fans, CM Punk, finally had somebody do the Shawn Michaels, I'm not losing to you, to him. Yeah, because there's out there's that story where, you know, you know, Brett said he would have no problem putting over Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels like I appreciate that, but I'm not losing to you. Crazy. There really we go. CM Punk, arguably one of Bret Hart's biggest fans. And now he finally has somebody saying, well, I'm, I'm refusing to lose to him. That's yeah. I mean, it's not cool. Yeah, I'm sure to be in that situation, but just the uh, connection between his fandom and Bretton, and them both going through that same thing right there in yeah. that moment.
1: Parallel lives right there. Yeah. So what do you think, man? Do you think, uh, I'll just ask it to you straight here, ask you a straight question. Do you think there's any upside at this point to CM Punk going back to AEW after everything that's happened? If there was,
0: it certainly got Botched. By uh, whatever this thing is. I'm sure there maybe there were talks and uh, stuff like that, but then, you know, Dave puts out that report. Mm. And uh, I read somewhere that he
1: put out some kind of apology. I haven't looked into it. Thank you for bringing that up because that's where I was going to go with this. Dave Meltzer, okay. Please if, do. You're, if you're looking or listening if that to is this. Your show, real, if
0: that is your real name.
1: If that – yeah, exactly. If that is your real name, sir. You're a fucking reporter. You are supposed to be looking at things as a journalist. Objectively. Objectively. Thank you. Yes. You don't put apologies out for stories that you run. Your job is to fucking push and promote the news, period. You're going to piss people off in journalism. What do you think, Matt and Nick, are going to be pissed at you about running a story about CM Punk? That's the business, brother. That's what you do. Robert Costa would not issue an apology for his story because he's a journalist. Don Don Lemon wouldn't issue an apology. Keith Olbermann wouldn't issue an apology because they're journalists. That's what you do. You report the news as fact, objectively. It's insane the fact that you fucking put out an apology over a, a, a sourced news item that you put out and it caused a ruffled feather. So fucking what? Yeah. Sorry. I don't mean to get on the soapbox about this. I promise this is mind of the meaning, not mind of the atom. But that's one of those things that drives me insane about yeah. journalism anymore in general. If you put something out, stand behind it. That's what you do. That's what people are paying yeah. you for. Sorry.
0: And to quote, uh, one of my favorite comedians and one of my, Favorite podcast, Will Sasso and Doody, he does Hulk Hogan. To quote, to paraphrase him, and that's journalism, brother. It's
1: right. That's right. <laughs> I just, I was baffled, flummoxed by l- reading that report. I was like, you are got to be, and they, for Brian Alvarez, for as much as toxicity comes out of that man's mouth, he had the fucking wherewithal to be like, don't involve me in this. I don't want to be a part of this. all right Right. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Like, oh, my God. (sighs) Dave fucked this up, man, all the way around. There's no way he fucked
0: up. If he fucked up, at least own the fuck up and move forward. But, like, I think he just says words. He just puts out words and puts out his opinions as facts. You know, the shame is, like, he's a good historian, but he's put stuff, opinion out there into the, uh, ethos or whatever the fucking word is. And people read that and they take it as fact when in, you know, if he's ever made a retraction, the retraction never gets as much headline as the, uh, initial story. Right. You know?
1: Right. It's always back page shit.
0: Right. It's always in the fine print. Oh, uh, we, we made a mistake. We, uh, retract this. But yeah. I I don't hate Dave. I'm just he just continually continuously disappoints.
1: Yes, that's probably the best way to put it. It's like it's not I don't have any beef with these guys, right? Like I I I, I really don't cuz I don't know them. I don't know either of them. I don't have any beef with Dave. I'm not particularly thrilled about Brian just cuz I, I have my own issues, you know, about him. But like if this is what you guys do, great. But own it. Like own what you do. Own the, the, the material that you put out. It just I, it's like you're disappointing. Again, like yes. I said, if you're, if you're a real journalist, if you're a real news person and you're going to be in the know, you're going to piss people off. That's what we do here. That's what happens in, in, in journalism and in the news business. You're going to piss people off with your reporting. Your job is to report the facts as you have them. It is up to the reader and the ingester and the listener or the subscriber to take with the, from those facts, what they want to. Your job is not to editorialize. Your job is not to be friends with these people. Cause that's what it feels like. It's, it's access journalism. That's what this is. You don't want to piss the young bucks off because you don't want to lose your access. That's not how this works, you want, man.
0: You don't want them to rename the Meltzer driver.
1: Right. That's not how this works, man. You like, there's so many issues with this on a, on a, on a integrity level, but. I, I don't hate the guy because I, I've learned stuff from him, and, and and his his historical knowledge is is vast. I think the only one that rivals it any more than him is is Jim Cornette. But mm-hmm. God, man, I just I, sorry, I I that has been bothering me, and I'm glad I got that off my chest because now I can move on. Uh, I didn't want that weighing on me on Sunday because we know it's the day of the Lord, but <laughs> I, I don't see any. I don't see any upside, man, for Punk coming back at this point. Nah. I just it's a shame too. They 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 had it
0: oh, I'm sure Punk wants to earn his money and come back and and actually work for it. But uh they've done everything they can to uh ensure that he doesn't come back. And uh it's just so crazy. Uh to, just to think uh, you know, Punk was done with WWE because all, he was disgusted with the uh, the environment and stuff like that. And AEW was supposed to be this new, fresh, upstart company that was going to correct all the wrongs that WWE supposedly did. And they, they lured Punk, one of the biggest gets in wrestling. A you know, guy who was, who was done with wrestling, and they talked him then to come back. And now it's just like wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah, He's had... You know, at least, you know, when he had his problem with WWE, he just kind of went away. You know, he didn't lash out at a post pay-per-view press conference with the owner sitting right next to him, sort of kind of agreeing with everything Punk said, you know? Yeah. Cause silence is
1: agreement, pal.
0: Right. Right. So, uh, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, uh, it's just, it's just crazy how, you know you know they finally talked punk into coming back, drew all monster ratings and you know set all kind of merchandise records, set attendance records, and uh they fucked it up they 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 killed the golden goose, you know,
1: yeah, they did I mean that's 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 ultimately what happened is that they they dropped the ball, he was the ultimate get he was there's no i mean. Even Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet. Now, you're never gonna like. I don't. It's it's almost like when everybody compares everything to the NWO. What they should be comparing to going forward is like how to return like CM Punk. You know how to become a draw like CM Punk, and you're never gonna get the you you can't put the 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 bottle back in. Um, yeah. And uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I mean. Uh, you can't yeah. put the
0: tube, toothpaste back in the tube.
1: Exactly. That's what, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, cause it's the first day, as you know, the first day with my new mouth. So lots of <laughs> operational challenges, but no, you can't, you can't do it. You can't un, you can't unring the bell to use the Philadelphia term. Right. Um, right. Once it's done, it's done. You can't it's, unring that, John. You can't unring that, John. <laughs> and it sucks because I, I feel like there was a great, there could have been a great path forward for punk here and it just it, it's it's never going to happen and now his reputation is tarnished but what's not tarnished surprisingly enough is your microphone from all the farts you let into it but oh, good lord my goodness i am surprised it's not uh, the paint's not falling off of that blue cable but <laughs> i want to thank you for doing the program here today we're going to skip ask me for this week because for listeners full ass Meanie next week yes full Lots, ass Full ass going on right away for next week, so we're gonna we're gonna transition right into that episode for next week with all of your questions. So make sure you tweet us using the hashtag AskMeaning. Meaning, I just farted so loudly into the chair it vibrated the floor. But <laughs> you got woodpeckers over there. What's with all the sawdust, pal? Man, it's lots of farts and it smells bad. But I'm, I want to know where people can follow you and find you on social media.
0: If you would like to follow the Blue Mini on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, I'm going to pour 40 out for my uh, Blue Check Mark this weekend. Uh, it was nice while it lasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, while it was free, uh, yeah, you can find me on all forms of social media at Blue Meanie BWO. Uh, support the Blue Meanie. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com/slash Blue Meanie. Get a bunch of different shirts into a bunch of different sizes and styles. Uh, Just put up the uh, uh, BWO ring-themed cassette tape shirt, which I'm particularly proud of.
1: So sick, dude. So sick.
0: I I popped that. That legit looks pretty much spot on of how my cassettes used to look when I handed them to the sound guy. So uh, go to support. uh, Go to ProSNTs.com slash blue meanie. If you'd like to support uh, my net a meanie. Uh, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Collar Elbow, the wrestling brand. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Use coupon code Mind. Or, yeah, use coupon code Mind or use coupon code Meanie. Save 10% with some of their stylish T-shirts over there at CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Uh, MadcatBeardCare.com. Go over to MadcatBeardCare.com and get the Blue Spruce Beard Oil and Bomb, shout out to my boy Josh Thornton for doing an amazing job of taking care of the kitties. Every dime from madcatbeardcare.com goes to taking care of the kitties, the feral little, beautiful little cats. Uh, This Saturday, this Friday and Saturday, April 7th and 8th, I will journey out to Indianapolis, Indiana for the Squared Circle Expo Again, in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, myself and Nova will have our table there. Come say hello to the blue guys. Uh, we'll have a bunch of BWO merch, eight by tens posters, whole bunch of fun swag. Uh, there's going to be so many people there. It's going to be a great time. Uh, shout out to Ed and Heather for who run this uh, amazing event. Go to squared dot com. Again, that's April 7th and 8th, squared circle X. Uh Figure Collections Bone Crushing Wrestlers Series One is available right now. Get the variants of uh myself, the Blue Meanie. Uh all series one uh can be ordered right now at figurescollection.com. There's a old school Blue meanie with the uh the white shirt it says Blue Meanie and there's a variant uh, with the BWO shirt, uh, get them while they last. Uh, I heard the sales are pretty good going there over there at shop.figurecollections.com. Go get your mini figures now. Shout out to my boy Jim Nelson over at glaciersofice.com. Uh, Jim made a three of three only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan one sneakers for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair. Takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. Follow him on all forms of social media. Watch those videos and see those photos of those beautiful sneakers at G O I Kicks on all forms of social media. And uh, lastly, cameo.com slash blue mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, well wishes. Uh, go to cameo.com slash BWO and uh, let's have some fun. Let's uh, pick up some spirits. Let's make people laugh over at cameo.com slash blue meanie bwo first day with the new mouth as well uh (laughs) but most importantly mr barnyard uh where can we find you
1: well i appreciate it many thank you for letting me know uh you can find me on all forms of social media you can find me on instagram which i just got a blue check mark on instagram so thank you king zuck appreciate you uh and you can also find me at least for now on twitter um, I get this a lot. I subscribed to Twitter blue before Elmo took over and they forced me to upgrade in order to keep it because I share longer videos and I canceled my membership. So my blue check Mark may or not may or may not be there, but honestly, I don't give a shit about it. It's not, that's who I am, uh, all on social media everywhere on TikTok and Mastodon for right now. Cause I'm probably going to try to start using that more. This is goober. Yes. It's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand pal. You can also listen to my show, Foundation Radio, by going to foundationradio.net and get, uh, listen to all of my past episodes. Had a great conversation with a uh, Philadelphia native and uh, uh, editor of a great book, or author of a great book uh, called the, uh, the Cause for Cancel Culture, Mr. Ernest Owens. So you can go check it out right now at foundationradio.net. Also, as we talked about on the show, Brothers Gatter. Go and check yes. them out right now. You can get your official first Adam Bernard wrestle buddy. It's soft, it's comfortable. You can sleep in all my beautiful face, or you can punch me. Whatever you want to do, because I know there might be some people out there that want to do that. Go to Brothers Gatter. Doll. What's that? Make a voodoo doll. That's right. Whatever you want to do, just don't, uh, you know, don't throw it downstairs. I'd appreciate it. But BrothersGatter.com, You can go and pick one up right now uh, and get your first, very first official uh, Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy. Shout out to the guys at Tenth Ward Barbershop who allowed me to use their logo. Go to Tenth Ward. That's one zero T H Ward. Barbershop.com, the best barbers in the Lawrenceville and Pittsburgh area. Tell them Goober sent you as well. The Feinberg method, go to the Feinberg Method.com, use promo code Goober and save up to 20% on your entire purchase, not just physical wellness, but also mental wellness as well. The Feinberg Method.com. slash foundation radio. slash mind of the meanie. Pick up a shirt. And help keep the lights on the Casa de Mini and the Barnard home for wayward and troubled youth. Uh, patreon.com slash mind of the meaning. You can join, uh, the pod squad. Shout out also to our two brand new members of the pod squad, Nate Smythe and Machete Von Kill. Thank you for joining us.
0: Word. We are Thank so you.
1: excited to have you here with us. Y'all keep the show moving and keep us here on the air as well. Shout out to Manscaped, uh, for sponsoring the program and the sponsors you heard at the beginning and the end of this program as well. Uh, you can listen to the show early and ad free by going to patreon.com/monodemini for the blue meanie. I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind. Peace.
0: This episode of Mind of the Meanie was recorded and produced by Adam Barnard and was engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional production and narration provided by Sam Krebs. Our executive producers are Josh Chernoff, Adam Barnard, and The Blue Meanie. Our opening theme is performed by The Swamp Candles. Our closing theme is performed by Chikara. The show contains original music produced by Enrichment. Get additional bonus content by becoming our patron on Patreon at patreon.com mind of the And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at mind of the This has been a Butts Carlton media production in conjunction with the MLW Radio Network. Butts Carlton, proprietor. Blip, 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 blip,
1: blip blue world order. Dad, why is Blue Minnie's brain out?
0: NLW Radio never stops.